getting you on your way. In style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. I know, quite the storm right now that we're braving through. I'm gonna try my best to lift your spirits. I hope you had a good day because I have a great show for you this evening. You are on your way with Joshua Simon. Another chance at a shopping spree from as intended a $200 shopping voucher to go wild and explore their four way stretch, quick drying, machine washable designs. Uh, you can check them out as, as intended on social media. On the playlist, we got Taylor's uh, version of mine. This is off her Speak Now re release. Brand new one from Martin Garrix and Loizo. And more things to look forward to, especially if you got tickets to Coldplay at the start of 2024. Visual artist Jeremy Tanovit joins me on the show later on. We're going to chat with Charmaine E about naps and tea perfect for the weather i'll explain more in just a bit like i'm going through like a face now you're on your way with joshua simon with the storm that we're breathing through right now shout out to you if you're safe at home or snuggle weather it's been very rainy um i have been switching out coffee for tea you know me as quite the avid coffee drinker until i started reporting about bouts and waves of anxiety that i've been facing for the past month and a half so i've been told advice to switch to tea because i drink a lot of coffee shamin e here you drink a lot of coffee as well you got a, a, a relatively early show to wake up for and you do a lot of hostings you know, relatively early show my show starts at one leh. okay but then <laughs> let's not forget right before Monday's show you were seen next to Prime Minister Lee Hsien Loong oh that show was very early yes but well worth it though yeah, yeah. Uh, how many cups of coffee on average do you drink a day Okay, I gotta take you back to my uh, extreme. I used to have like three or four. It was really bad. I know. However, now I do one when I wake up uh, with the child. I do one before I wake up the baby. Mm. Yeah, and sometimes she wakes up at like, you know, six. That's an early start for me. Then I have another. So total two. Okay, so your extreme is my average. I drink oh about my three to four cups of coffee all throughout the day because anytime my energy dips, mm. I get worried like, oh no, I have my show later on, I have to be hyped. So I quickly down a kopio kosong ping. Mm-hmm. And that's and, and that's very gao. You know, it's you very know, intense. I, I have a theory about that. Uh-huh. I think sometimes we have habits. So like, like for example, for us, it's like uh, when I used to work in the corporate world, after every lunchtime, I must go and buy an awang coffee. Oh, it's like a break. It's, it's like, like a, a thing. You got to do it. Otherwise, you feel like your afternoon is is not right. But actually, right, you don't act. I didn't actually need that coffee. It was quite psychological, I feel. And I, that's sure. my point about your coffee before the show. I'm sure there's yeah. an aromatic draw right? that maybe meant more than the caffeine itself. Mm-hmm, you yeah. may be onto something there, but the body changes. And that's something that I, I, yeah. I'm learning. It, yeah, the thing about caffeine is you get you get the rush, but you get the, the dip too. Oh, mm-hmm. severe dips. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. it's caused a lot of anxiety. So I've recently switched to tea. Uh, quick question. How to tea? Say what? Because I got the TWG on, I've been sneaking from my oh, roommate. Because ah. he wah, bought wah, all the boxes, wah. but he never drinks. So I just use law. Okay. So I just put in hot water. <laughs> I did, did, did. It takes so long. So I use a chopstick to poke the bag to quickly get all the essence out of it. And Wait. then I put ice because I don't like hot things. Sorry. Is, can, that, it, is that okay? 
It came in the tea bag. Uh huh. And you uh, poke the bag. What is the right way to tea, by the way? Keeping you company on your way home. Joshua Simon, Kiss 92. Uh, earlier on, I shared that I've been making that switch from coffee to tea to curb my anxiety. <laughs> I see what you did there. Ah, <laughs> uh, but the problem is I do not know how to make tea. Wait, before you say that though, mm. um, you're worried about that caffeine rush and dip, is it? Yeah, so I hear that, like that, and also like the acidity, because I get mm-hmm. bloated very easily, and coffee is one of those reasons. Whereas mm. tea is alkaline, from what I hear, so I'm trying to balance things out a little bit, and I do feel a lot better drinking tea. Mm. There's a sense of sophistication that I feel when I drink a cup of tea over a coffee. But see, coffee is easy. You get like a <laughs> You get like an espresso machine, you know. Right. But for tea, I got these tea bags. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'd like to just take you back a little, a few steps. Yes. It's not just an espresso machine. Like, if you take your coffee super seriously, there's drip coffee. No, no, no. There's no, the no, one no. where you pour the no, water. No, 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 not and, that kind. No, and you do it in like circular no, motions, no, no. clockwise. No, no, I'm trying to tell you that there's a proper art and yeah, science yeah. to coffee these as well. These kind of people, they shop at Muji. Okay? I shop at Uniqlo. Oh, okay. So, listen. Listen. <laughs> That's a, okay. Mm. I got the TWG. Okay? Fancy already, okay? Oh, super. So, yeah. I took the tea bag today and yeah. then I poured the hot water inside. But then it took so long yeah. for the essence to come out. So, I take a chopstick and I poke the bag. Yeah. Is that correct? To beat the bag? Uh... Pretty sure that's not the way. You're supposed to let it seep for a little while mm. and then let the essence truly brew. The The art of drinking tea, Mr. Simon, is a bit of patience. You're supposed to wait lah. Oh. Yeah, why are you so kanchong? I, oh, rushing, is it? I'm just that kind of person law. I oh. don't know how to like hit pause. I'm trying to, but, but yeah. I think you're onto something there. To just take that moment mm-hmm. to breathe... You know, mm. you know, meditate, have a conversation mm. with your inner child. Mm. And then once the tea is like nice and blank, then you put wow. your, your ice. <laughs> you put your ice and then your milk. You put everything else. Okay, la. okay. Uh. Hold up. Uh. People who love tea, mm. the people who truly like purists of tea, mm. will say no milk, yeah? Same for the coffee people. I know. I got judged one time by a proper barista who came all the way to my table. I was like, yeah, just so you know, the way I make this coffee is actually not meant for it. For. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I prefer the milk though. You got roasted. Uh. Hey! What was them name? That was them name. I'm so sorry. I give it to you though. I give it to you though. <laughs> Well, how do you make your tea? Share your little tips with me, please. Because I, I, the more I'm still beating the back with the chopstick, lie, and it kind of works. Yeah, no, it's got to stop. There's still flavor in it. And how many... Christmas like, is coming. I'll get you a proper set. Wait, but like one tea bag can last how many like pours of water? Is it endless? Oh, oh, what's not endless, of course. Because I drink one shot and I throw away the tea bag. Eh. I know it's very weird. <gasps> what are we? TWG some more. I know, I know, I know. I know. Maybe twice? Mm. Go by taste. Lah. Those tea connoisseurs. Your WhatsApp, please. Simon on Kiss 92. We're hanging out with Charmaine E before she goes. Uh, uh, Goza? Where my Goza? The thunderstorm as well. I got to call a car, I think. Yeah, that's true. That's rough, true. No, rough. I'm one of those people. I'd rather sit and hang out. Actually, the rain is stopping though. You know when I think of rain? Mm. I think of how it'll wash the car. <laughs> <laughs> I used to think that. And then I asked my dad, I was like, no, it's the worst thing. It makes the car dirtier. Yeah, sort of. Mm. But it still does a little clean though. You're gonna have that dry splatter all over the marks yeah, of it. Yeah, not good. Okay, well, Shamin, over the weekend yeah. you had the incredible honor of hosting uh, alongside Prime Minister Lee Hsien Long. Mm, yeah, yeah, that was for the PAP uh, awards and convention, where he made his big announcement, right? Yeah, yeah, which mm. was uh, 
just a, a fun time for me. And also deeply emotional, I think, mm. for him, yeah. for the country as yeah, well. Yeah. You got to bear witness in this moment. So I, I want to just sort of like highlight that. That's very it's, cool. You know, when you, you know, you're a host too, right? And when we have these moments, we, we don't really have the time to really take it all in. Mm. Like I couldn't be fully present. If I was, I would have cried. And I know that I needed to host right yeah, after. You've got the responsibility yeah. to keep the show going. No, and and th- there were there were tears in the audience as well. Yeah. Yeah, and then long, long applauses if you were if you watched the live stream. It was just applause after applause. It was just amazing. How yeah. was your family's reaction to to that? I mean, like if I got to host something like that, I think my, my parents would be telling all their friends, all the Bible study group will hear about this. I, 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 I think they're pretty proud. I mean they they I don't know. I feel like they they're like, okay, cool. <laughs> I don't know. My parents are just like, all right, good job. <gasps> wow. Good job. Move along now. Well, how how is PM Lee like? <laughs> oh, very nice. A firm handshake. Just hits up. Really? Yeah. Fantastic, the... fantastic handshake. I just want to talk about that. That's like the secret to like a confident demeanor. I hear you know like because I've, yeah. I've got like a very frail handshake, and my thing is I always before the handshake I say I've sweaty palms, which also like yeah, <laughs> it makes me a bit of a joker, but it also kind of like drops my confidence level quite a bit. Right. You know, like I I need to practice that firm handshake. Like, hello, I'm here, and you're here, and I'm saying hello to you. Right. Okay, mm. we can practice this together. <laughs> we can improve the handshake. No, but what I will say is, uh, Prime Minister has a very warm, uh, intentional, and firm handshake, which I really appreciate. Which is, I think, testament to his strength mm. through the years. The Oh, yes. What, what he's seen for decades, what he's experienced, how he has served yeah. the nation. And, and yeah, and when you look at the comments, right, just everybody thanking him. W- whatever platform the, those videos were on, every platform was like thank you messages. Yeah, because, I mean, it's a thankless job, really. No, but yeah. I'm, I'm very proud of you. I'm very thank proud you, thank that, you. that you got to, thank to you, thank post you. that. <laughs> Getting you on your way. Ooh, Ooh, in style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon. For you. On KISS 92. Now, it's a daily dilemma for me. Should I take the bus, take the train, or should I just cat and teleport to work? And I saw the dark clouds this afternoon and decided, okay, I'm going to book a grab, and I'm really glad I did that. It gave me a chance to meet Rebecca. Rebecca was the grab driver who sent me to work today, and she had KISS 92 on. And the moment I stepped into the car, you know, she she just exclaimed, just like, I didn't know if it was really you or if it was just a common name, Joshua Simon, as I don't know many Joshua Simons. And and we had this incredible conversation uh, between us where, you know, if you've been listening to the show for a while now, apart from sort of the comedy, you know, the interviews and stuff, like I, I do also... Um, go there with my mental health I do sometimes open up and I share sort of the vulnerable side uh, which I don't usually hear on Singapore radio but it's just who I am as a person and it takes a lot for me to do that and and there are times where I, I question that I'm like should I just stop talking about stuff like that is it a downer and um, for Rebecca it was not Rebecca acknowledged it and she shared that she struggles uh, very hard with her physical and mental health and uh, there was a point of time where she was in hospital and that was when her friends introduced this radio show to her and she started listening And when things got overwhelming, there was one afternoon where I was talking about my mental health and it really resonated with her. And she was very moved by it. And and ever since then, she's been a very dedicated listener. So I just want to honour 
Rebecca right now to stay safe on the road. She's someone who works two jobs to provide for everyone around her. And I uh, took some time also to encourage her to not forget uh, parenting herself and being there for herself as well, even though it can be very overwhelming, the kind of responsibilities that she has uh, been um, tasked with. You know, she does it with a smile and she was so warm. And, and, and I told her, you know, for someone who's gone through what you've gone through and, and to still be so kind and warm and and, and patient, it, it's it's an incredible testament to who you are and and. Uh, your resilient spirit so I just want to honor her and anyone who struggles with their mental health and and you also go back and forth on whether or not uh, you feel safe enough to to share who you really are I just want to encourage you that you are safe almost there you're on your way on kiss 92 with us right now I've known this guy for many many years Uh, he's a visual artist he's a sculptor Um, he is the man behind gem not the shopping mall uh, this is a character that you've created. How do you, how would you, how would you describe Jem? So Jem is actually a guy that actually is very shy. So hunts the the, the, the whole hat wearing thing. So he wears a sort of a, like tiger head. Yes, it is. And and what was the inspiration behind Jem? Because Jem has been with you for many years, and now we see Jem on printed on Uniqlo T-shirts as well, yeah. and has quite a dedicated fan base. How did Jem first come about? This character that you created. So technically, I started off uh, collecting designer toys, and over the years, I felt like, you know, maybe I should do something about it. Like you know, make something of my own, and then I started sketching, sketched, uh, doing a lot of like random sketches just to find the right one i mean it's not easy i mean when gem first started off it didn't actually look like this so it kind of like evolved over the years yeah so so behind the whole inspiration of gem was because when i was young i like watching lion dance ah. so the whole inspiration where you know you hold a right 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 <coughs> the head of it so yeah, so yeah. this character gem and of course your name is jeremy yeah, so it's short so it's almost, it's almost like this is a alter ego of you true because um, my friends, when back then when we were doing murals and stuff, they kind of like didn't want to call me by my full name, like Jeremy or a ton of it. So they kind of like shortened Gem and then it kind of stuck all the way till, till now. Wow. And I decided to just use it <laughs> for my character as well. More with Jeremy Tanovit in just a bit, but you can check him out on Instagram. What's your social media handle? Tanovit23. Now, he is the man behind the character Gem. You've seen drawings of Gem, but also sculptures as well. These little collectibles have sold for quite a bit. There. I, I've, I've seen people like spend a, a mad coin mm, on Gem. How, really? how, how much have they spent on a Gem collectible? Uh, normally it ranges from like 80 to like 200 That is a lot loud, please To me, mine is like $30 <laughs> I mean, it's a designer toy after all Yeah, so of course, it's a designer toy And you recently did a collaboration with Uniqlo as well But yeah. if we could kind of go back to the start for a bit Now, I imagine if we were in class You would be the one who's constantly sketching, doodling on full sketch paper Not paying attention in class But your drawing's actually damn cool one not really. I only picked up drawing back in 2013. Wait, so you, how young were you then? You must have been... Just got out of army, I guess. It wasn't really? that long ago. Because I imagine like all the best sort of like drawers, artists uh, start from young. Not really though. I mean, I didn't really study much in, in school back then, but um, drawing wasn't really like a first thing for me. It just only when I started going to work and I just felt like, 
in between the work hours, I like wanted to do something, so I just do it for fun, mm. you know. Then it became, um, it kind of gained attention a little bit. Then I just decided like, okay, maybe this is something I can do like a hobby. So I continued drawing and then posting on Instagram, you know. Then it kind of picked up from there. Yeah, but then to go from from sort of like a 2D artwork to a 3D model, I mean, I, I don't even know how to make that happen. How, how did you get started on that? Like, who'd you approach? Technically, back then, there wasn't really much um, like YouTube videos or, or, you know, much people that you can actually approach to, to, to ask anything at all. But uh, along the way, I actually met a lot of uh, nice friends and mentors who kind of like, kind of look after me over the years okay till now and and they kind of like guided you along the process yeah, yeah, and you started creating these collectibles these designer toys people started buying it collecting right. it as well we've seen various iterations of gem in different outfits different yeah. color palettes as well right. and how did the uniqlo collaboration start out uh so i think uniqlo actually approached uh my art my art residency uh coplay so they kind of approached them and then they kind of like took us on to do like a series of uh teams of the shirt okay do you get like a like a little percentage of it i am curious no we, really we, but we do, get, i mean you must have get a royalty for it no, okay like a one-time thing. like a good check yeah, yeah. at the end of it i mean i, I want that for you <laughs> now if you could encourage the the person the kid or the adult that loves drawing right it's kind of like diving into that imagination escapism from the mundaneness of life or, or how challenging life can be what would you say to them I mean, you just have to be very patient in what you do because some things like this don't happen overnight. I mean, it took me almost like, what, 10 years to, to reach where I am. And it's only like, what, after seven years or eight years where I actually managed to have like a collector's club overseas. Mm. Like, you know, so most of my friends are actually based in the US and in the Philippines. Yeah, so you just have to be very patient in what you're going to do. Yeah, and don't let go of that yeah. dream. Just remember that you enjoy doing this. You're saying Jem is like a more introverted version of you, Jeremy? Kind of. Yeah, who wears yeah. like a lion's, well, not a tiger's Tiger head, head, but inspired by lion dancing, where Correct. the dancers would wear yeah. uh, the lion's so, head. So, uh, to add on more on the tigers, actually, my mom was born in the year of the tiger. So, this was kind of like a way to honor her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost. Okay. And what would you say to sort of. People who think that, okay, the Singapore art scene, it's it stays underground, it remains underground, you can't make money from it. I mean, you've been doing this for, what, 10 years now, right? Um, what, what What's your response to that ideology? Well, technically, designer toys is still a very, very niche thing. You know, not not everyone picks up on it. Normally, people will just normally talk about the, the, the more common brands, you know, like your Pop Mart or Fungo Pop, you know. So this is like a whole different genre of uh, art toys. So, I mean, coming back to like, say, whether it, whether it makes money or not, it's not really. Okay. But the thing is that the you enjoy doing, doing, doing it. Like, I enjoy doing it. How many variations of Gem have we had <coughs> so far of this character? Quite a lot, though. I mean, <laughs> over the years, I did so many. Um, maybe just, just Gem alone like this, probably like 20, 20 colors. And, and do you have every single one of them in your home? I, I imagine yeah, yeah, like I your did, home. I do have an archive of it. Yeah, I imagine your home is just like not only Gem, but all the other toys that you collected prior to Gem as <laughs> yeah, well. It's yeah, like yeah. a 
full museum. Yeah. Uh, I, I am also sort of curious what your goal is next, right? Because, you know, earlier on you talked about how you started uh, really drawing, sketching Jem um, and bringing Jem to life right after ARMY. And then you did the, the first sort of 3D sculpture of it and then you started selling it. Now you've got this Uniqlo collaboration, which is spectacular. Uh, what is sort of the next step for you? Uh, so forward, I really have currently talking to like two to three different IPs to to do a collaboration together. Hin, maybe the the happiest place on earth. Oh wait, are you serious? If you can get a deal like that, if 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 I'm thinking what I think you're telling all of us right now, mm. happiest place on earth, a collaboration with them, this is going to be huge. Not just for you, but for like the art scene here in Singapore. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Do you ever get intimidated going into these kind of like intense board meetings? Because I mean, like artists, we're all very delicate creatures. <laughs> we kind of like work quietly in the dark and then here comes all these people in suits, you yeah, know, yeah, with it's, opportunity. It's not, it's not really like a normal thing where we actually go to like, kind of like a friend thing, you know. Like, yeah. It's like, you know, just uh, sort out the details, you know, over text or something like that. But now it's more like a contractual thing. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you got lawyer or not? <laughs> you got to fight. <laughs> gotta find someone to support you and just make sure you're making the right business decision okay but I, I do I do wish you all the best you know ultimately you represent uh, the Singaporean who loves doodling in class and, and there are many of us who unfortunately kind of like let that go and did our full-time job and, and completely uh, neglected it you know I, I wouldn't be surprised if right now the person listening draws incredibly well but doesn't show anyone their artwork and, and I think I hope that you being here kind of like pushes them on their way Okay, Jeremy Tanavit, everyone. Uh, you can check him out on Instagram at Tanavit23. Getting you on your way. In style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon on KISS92. You're on your way with Joshua Simon on KISS92, and we're going to circle back to this viral video that came out yesterday. A jogger in Pasiris Drive 3 started sprinting for his life when a pack of stray dogs started chasing him, barking at him. Onlookers, residents nearby started filming the incident. Some were concerned, some were laughing, saying that his IPPT went from pass to goal. I'm curious, have you ever been chased by a wild animal before? What would you do if you were this jogger? WhatsApp me, 8855-0920. I have for you a one, no, $200 shopping voucher from As Intended. Always with you, on your way on KISS 92. We're circling back to yesterday's viral video of a jogger in Pasiris Drive 3 who started sprinting for his life when a pack of wild, stray dogs started chasing after him. Now, there was an onlooker who filmed the entire incident. His name is what? Gary, is it? His name is Gary, yeah. Gary gave an update of what happened after he stopped recording. Yes, because the video ended as one of the dogs caught up to the man, right? And you Whoa. could hear the jogger shouting, help, help! And then the video ends. <laughs> so Gary says, after that, the jogger actually fell. Oh no, <gasps> and then the dogs ate him and he was just a bag of bones. No. Hashtag pedigree. <laughs> no. No, I'm joking, joking. A bit morbid. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yes, he was left alone by the dogs, thankfully. He only sustained cuts on his hands, knees and elbows. F- from the fall? Yes, from so the fall. Th- the dogs didn't do anything? Yeah, after left he fell, alone. they were like, oh, okay, no threat. 
<laughs> See, we were talking about this, right? That apex predatorial instinct mm. which kicks in in these wild dogs. You see something moving really fast. They chase after them. That's why when I jog at, at night and some of the, the estate that I stay, a lot of very big dogs, right? I'm right. very, very cautious. So anytime, actually, yeah, the small dogs are there. They are the problems. I know. They are the most vicious ones. The chihuahuas, you better be careful. <laughs> like. Okay. And so I always like slow down a little bit and then I was just like brisk walk. I take that moment to like pause a little bit. But what would you do in this situation if it happens to you? We also got an update uh, uh, that from the Straits Times. So the animal... Veterinary service says they will actually monitor and trap the pack of wild dogs in pastures, but don't worry. Uh, they will sterilize as many of the dogs as possible. It will then rehome some of them and release others at locations away from residential estates so they can live in harmony among their pack. But this sort of brings us to the issue that animals can travel. Oh yeah, they can move, huh? Mm. No, but I also like to believe that they like to stay in their own area. You know, they're very protective of their area. So maybe in that right. area, that was like their zone already. Right. Then how come like it's they pee get... everywhere already? They mark everywhere the whole okay, area. Okay. So anyone that moves fast or so, they also a bit like, hey, what's happening? So I'm curious, dear listener, have you ever been chased by a wild animal? Say stray dogs, otters. Say a bear. Okay. Uh, what did you do? Are you still alive? WhatsApp me your answer. <laughs> We got Netco in the studio. Don't let the dogs out. I am. Oh, nice singing voice, by the way. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I want to get your thoughts on what you would do if dogs were chasing after you, like the poor men in Pasiris Drive Three. I want to get to some texts right now. Shankar uh-huh. says there was one time I was chased by a hip- hippopotamus. Hippopotamus. Stop it! Don't bluff. When oh, I was no. on travel, I kept oh calm gosh. and climbed a tree. I cannot climb a tree. <laughs> I do not know how to climb a tree. Oh, you see, no. you know, you see those uh-huh, uh-huh. like those family films, Beethoven, ah, yes. all this. Then the, the children will build a tree house and yes, they climb yeah. the trees like Mowgli. Or that. I cannot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think when I was young, I tried once. I fell. I fell quite hard. Ah, I mean, and I was that mobili- days. I was mobile obese lah. That's one thing. But like, I I've never climbed a tree. Ah, you know, climb tree. I know. I I've done like aerial silk, so I think I can climb like a pipe or a tree. <sighs> yeah, yeah. See, it, it's it's <laughs> moments like these where if you learn parkour. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your Assassin's Creed kicks in, man. Yeah. Like, you'll know what to do. Even the dogs will will be shocked. So, like, what the heck is going on? The hippo will be shocked. (laughs) (laughs) You saw the viral video. Yes, I did. You heard us talking about this. And uh, we Uh. want to give a big shout out to Elvin Ng, who texted in and said, I got chased by a pack of dogs in the wee hours. And I tell you, all you can think of is how fast you can run. Suddenly, actually, you can run faster than Usain Bolt. Oh, your miserable life depends on how fast you can escape. You have lungs uh-huh. of a horse in a tough club. Something just kicks in in you and somehow <laughs> you move fast. Like halfway through, he was running. He was like, hey, I actually can run quite fast on it. It's survival instincts, I guess, kicking in. Eileen says, I was attacked by monkeys and I fought them <gasps> oh, with no. my legs. Ayo. Oh, my. That one is scary. Like, that's, that's yeah. the thing. I'm also scared whenever I climb because my family's home is near Bukitima Hill. Yeah. Sometimes you'll climb and then... Mm-hmm. I don't mess with animals, lah. Let yeah, me just put yeah. it that way. I don't mess with animals, right? Mm-hmm. Even if they say the monkey's harmless or whatever, it, sometimes they'll just block the path. They will yeah. just stand there in one row and they're just watching you. I'm scared, yes. you know? There was one time I was like, I am gonna do my hike at Bukitima Hill because I'm a Fitzpo queen. And then I mm. went there halfway, I saw the monkey look at me and said, Actually, I can jog back, lah. <laughs> I can make a workout from the jog back. Uh, net, net. Yes. Has this ever happened to you? Chased by... Oh no, this is really embarrassing, right? I cannot even say it's being chased by. But like when I see a cockroach, right? Gosh, I am... 
I am useless. Cockroach can chase you on man. <laughs> no, like, sometimes when it's there and it notices that you have seen it, it walks towards you. Has that not happened to you? For me, it's a lizard. Oh, oh. Uh, I cannot with yeah. lizard. The lizard just knows uh-huh. you're there. And, and then, like, yeah. the moment it, it knows that you're there and you know that it, it knows that you're looking at it, right? Yes. It will just freeze. Uh-huh. And then you're like, you also freeze. Then you don't make any sudden movements. So it becomes like a standoff between yes, you yes. and the lizard. Yeah, I was just going to say that. And I think, I think I'm really helpless when it comes to like, if I see a roach in front of me, right? And I think when, um, like when I was watching the poor guy getting chased by the dogs, I was thinking, like, what would I do in that it's situation? Stop, drop, roll. Yeah, really. And um, I think I read somewhere that apparently when this happens to you, what you do is that you just walk in the opposite direction. You make eye contact with them and you just fold your arms to like assert dominance or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So Park said that you have to fold your, for some reason. Ah, yes, uh, Parks, yeah. The, uh, the dogs are, they are scared of like, you know, like math teachers that post. <laughs> you fold your arms and say, why now do your homework? So you just got to assume that yeah. and trust your instinct to kick yeah. in. You know, and I think a lot of us, we may be very shy, very timid. But when push comes to shove, when this happens to you, you will know what to do on, okay? But just Uh no need to run so... No need to run so fast. No need to run so hard. Because last thing you want also to... I mean, the poor guy who fell down also, he cuts and everything. Mm. You know, like, there was one time I ran so fast. I can't remember what I was running away from. This PTSD is blocking this out. But I I ran so fast that I kind of, like, tripped over how fast I was going because I didn't know how to stop. Ah, you know, right, right. so then I kind of twisted my leg because of that because I tried to jam break myself, mm. and that caused so much harm because I threw myself forward and I fell on my butt. Oh, ouch, ouch, oh, ouch! Nasty, nasty, yeah, nasty yeah. fall. Okay, so just stay where you are. Just be calm. In the case of this situation, um, uh, the what? Well, let me let me get the exact name of this group. Okay, the Animal Veterinary Service. They are sorting it out. AVS. Don't worry. Okay. Jillian, what else did we get? We've got Simon here. He's Great talking- name, by the way, Simon. <laughs> Just saying. If I may say so myself, great name. Then? He says, There was once when I was at a bus stop, a small dog came running and barked angrily at me. See, it's always the small dog. It is. The small, the small like HDB dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They are the culprits. Okay, the, the chihuahua. The chihuahuas, yes. The terriers. Yes. Yeah. Be careful of them. Mm. Or the Pomeranian sometimes. Oh, the Poms. Yes, yes. They're so fluffy, you know. <laughs> and so scary. But they are like vicious. <laughs> they are They're like gremlins. <laughs> okay, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. I then booed the dog away and it went running. Booed the dog? Yeah, he you booed. Boo. Like boo. Baby or what? Is it boo? <laughs> and then after about one minute, the dog brought his whole pack, <laughs> which also consisted of big dogs. So there were about seven. Stop it. What is this Pixar movie I missed out on? What's going on, man? Seven What's dogs. going on? So Simon continues, terrified, I had to climb the bus stop to avoid getting bitten. Climb I don't know how that looks like. He didn't send stop. a selfie. No, no, no. I think... I think can you know because you got the railings right? Uh-huh. You step, step, and then from the signboard you climb on top. Mm. Yeah. Don't try this lah. But I mean, seven dogs chase after you. Do what you have to lah. Mm-hmm. But it's not. That's not all. Then my bus came. So stop. I think, <laughs> it's like, oh. and then the bus driver looked at him. This fella is like stuck on top of the bus stop. Flagging the bus. And then the bus driver and a few passengers had to come down and shoo away the dogs. Oh my goodness. You need other people to intervene. <laughs> Such a good story. This is one of the most like absurd stories I've heard. Hey, Simon, Simon. 
let's let's give Simon a prize, lah. Come on. Yeah. Let's give Simon a two hundred dollar as intended shopping voucher. Great story, Simon. More of uh, Singaporeans being chased by wild animals. Gillian Summers, uh, what is another story we can share? Honestly, I don't know where how you guys are like living, but these stories are. <laughs> so Tiffany texted in saying she's got a friend uh, called Kiki, and that was a day that both of them were in KL. You know, just having a day trip kind of thing. Mm. So they were in a village, just finished water rafting. They went to the toilet. And wait, 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 KL got village, Shona. Sorry, I, I'm really I guess, very clueless on. I guess so. I mean, now we know. Because KL, <laughs> I thought it was just a city, right? That's I, what I would think too. Yeah. Maybe in the outskirts of the city. Um, I, I don't really go KL very often. La. Let me know if you know. Okay, yeah. go on. Okay, so she was waiting for Kiki outside of the toilet and then she didn't see her come out. So she called Kiki. Kiki, are you there? And then lo and behold, a huge dog came out from somewhere <laughs> and started <laughs> running towards her. She freaked out. and From the toilet? A from, dog from somewhere else, somewhere. Oh, yeah, from because it's a village, ma. Ah, okay, mm. okay, 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 okay. So the dog's name is also Kikila, that's why. Yeah. That's <laughs> all just really, really. I mean, see, this is why parents stop naming your your children these kind of names. Say Kimberly, you know. Any okay. other stories? Shu Wei here was cycling late night and as she was at Amokyo Avenue 5, she saw a pack of dogs atop the hillock. You know where the current ITE Central stands? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. So foolishly, she says, she decided to press on past the dogs. The dogs came rushing down the hillock as she was nearing, barking furiously. Instinctively, she jambrick. And the dogs also jambrick. Oh, Ooh. they also stopped. La. They also stopped. Staring at her as she stooped low on her bike and she kept her eyes ahead, heart pounding. She doesn't know how long had passed. She very slowly started to pedal, eyes looking straight ahead, not at them, and they slinked back to wow. where they came from. Good, 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 good. See, I, you know, there was one time I was in LA and I went for, I thought, oh, yeah, like, there's a lot of hills in there, I'm going to go for a hike. And I told my American friends, yeah, I'm going to go for a hike. I say, you do know that we have like, uh, why did Sunny got Aussie accent? Yeah. <laughs> So, like, we have, like, mountain lions. Like, yeah. I'm not sure if you know that. Oh, what? I, like, I didn't realise, yeah, coyotes, mountain lions, it's a very common occurrence. Oh, wow. my. In Singapore, we're all, like, very safe. La. I mean, thankfully, it's just, it's just a stray dog. La. Yeah. In other countries, you try. La. You do this sort of thing. You oh. face bears, you face, face venomous snakes, mountain lions. Ca- True. Hyenas. Yeah. Hyenas live where? Hmm. That's a good <laughs> question, Google. I know from Lion King, but I know hyenas, they are, they're very vicious. Raccoons is another one. Raccoons, oh, yes. they're vicious. Oh, the raccoons are so cute though. See, always the cute ones, you have to be <laughs> careful. Okay, this is actually a mantra in life. Beware of the cute ones. Don't worry, you're on your way with Joshua Simon. Kiss 92. Time now to go beyond the headlines in other news. News that may not have made the front page, but are worth diving into. Okay, very important note from the ICA. Very heavy traffic is expected at both Woodlands and Tuas checkpoints in the lead-up to and during the period from Thursday, November 9th this week to next Tuesday, November 14th. This is, of course, due to the upcoming Deepavali long weekend and the year-end school holidays, I don't forget that, have already started for some students as well. Well, uh, so ICA is saying that uh, back then during the Children's Day weekend from October 6 to 8, 
more than 1.27 million travellers used the land checkpoints. Uh, ICA said it saw the highest number of travellers cleared through the land checkpoints since the borders reopened in 2022. So expect that number to keep going up. They're suggesting it might be an estimated three-hour wait in traffic. So... If you go and cross the border, quite often you kind of know how early you have to be or how late you'll have to be. Just adjust accordingly. Now moving over to a Chinatown-style eatery in Bugis, they are offering dim sum, super cute dim sum, uh, shaped like a duck, shaped like a porcupine, like a panda. And they're not only visually appealing, they're also super affordable and delectable. Just $2.90 and no service charge. So the, the animal thing I was talking about, the pals that are dressed like different animals, that's the Happy Animal Farm. That's only $11.70 for a viral Instagram photo to perk up your feet. Why not? They also have a Samsui Ginger Chicken Pao with diced chicken marinated in young ginger. Little tea house signature egg tarts as well. But once again, super affordable dim sum so you can eat more uh, starting at just $2.90. Okay, this is at 299 Victoria Street, Bugis Village. Um, they're open Sundays to Thursdays, closed on Mondays, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Yeah, check it out. Once again, 299 Victoria Street. You're not just on the way. You're on your way. With Joshua Simon on KISS 92. I hope I earned the privilege of your time. Uh, great laugh uh, talking about the wild animals chasing mm-hmm. Singaporeans. All, of course, once again, all in a good laugh. Um, and, and I also appreciate you sharing your stories. And I'm glad that everyone is safe and mm. well. And also the dogs are unharmed as yeah. well. Uh, we had a fantastic interview with Jeremy Tunovit, a Singaporean Thai designer toy creator. Right, He went from sketching, doodling, to creating figurines, selling $200 a pop. And now a collaboration with Uniqlo. Uh, Natko is in the studio and she's taken over. You always have a question for me. I do, I Go do. Go ahead. What colour is your room and does it affect your mood? <gasps> wow! <laughs> tell okay. me, tell me. So the previous iterations of my sort of childhood bedroom was a lot of posters on the wall. Mm-hmm. There was even a version of it where I would paint on the walls and I would scribble like poems or whatever that's on Ooh. my mind. And it would fill the entire wall. So it'd be like a wall of thoughts. But then I grew out of it, not in the sense where I didn't like it anymore. It's just, I think we all go through different kind of like waves of where we are. And I felt that there was too much clutter. Mm -hmm. So when I moved out and I got an apartment, uh, I decided to go the complete opposite. I went with minimalist, you know, Uh very clean. Everything is like white, brown, Mm. woody. And it was really good and it served me. But then also a friend of mine reminded me, your room is not a showroomer. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to look like Muji you know what I mean because yeah. uh, you know online social media everything's all like minimalist minimalist the best way and, and I started putting up posters so I started putting up little things here and there to just add a bit of personality so I think it's all about mm. a balance uh, but I've recently changed my bed sheets from grey to blue oh. and I already feel happier Right. I've always thought, I don't know, like just before I asked you this question, I was thinking his room is probably like blue or white. Yeah. For some reason, yeah, it is, blue it was is. the first colour. It's, it's a lot of white, a lot of grey, kind of different shades of it. But I started adding little pops of very faint colour uh-huh. here and there. And then even the posters on the walls, nothing too striking. Okay. Uh, but I just want to have uh, just 
a bit of maximalist living in the minimalist. Maximalist? Hey, hey. So that's going to be what you're going to be talking about tonight then. Uh. Room colours and how it affects you. Uh, also, another chance for you to win tickets to Zukal. And these are expedited tickets to, to Zukal. So you get yeah. to skip the queue for day one of Zukal. These tickets are worth $376. That is next for you on KISS 92. Oh, you're on your way. Joshua Simon. Kiss 92.